This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's Monday, so uh, that means we're back. How are we doing? Hope you guys had a nice weekend. I didn't, Al. I'm going to tell you why I didn't have a good weekend, because my back is killing me to the point where I mentioned this briefly this morning during the show. I ran a travel practice tryout on Saturday from 10, to, I'm sorry, 11 to 1230. Then my little guy had T-ball from 1 to 2, didn't sit down for the full three, four hours, and literally had to sit. I crawled to the snack bar, sat down, and couldn't move for 25 minutes. I've got that. On Friday, you're having a hernia checked out. I mean, honestly, you're 45, I'm 41. This shouldn't be happening. This is uh, sad. Jerry, you know I'm a longtime Howard Stern listener. I do. So he, for many years, had back pain. Mm-hmm. And he uh, always talked about, for many years, uh, a book he found called Curing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno. Okay. And this doctor's theory, which Howard Stern bought into and agrees with and discusses, is that the back is a very strong part of your body and should not have really any issues. And that back pain, for the most part, is your way of you focus on back pain because you don't want to deal with the real problems in your life, real issues in your life. So instead you focus on back pain. Where there is no back pain, it's phantom made up by your head uh, in order to not deal with real problems. What are your thoughts on that? That's Howard Stern fully believes well, that. For one, I don't honestly think I have any problems. Honestly. Um, anxiety, no anxieties? I have. Listen, I have anxiety, anxiety with sleep, and last night was a good example. I might have slept two hours last night. Why, I don't know. I slept great all weekend. I go to bed Sunday night, and I'm wide awake. And, uh, you know, by 10, 11 o'clock, I go downstairs, and I put SportsCenter on, and then I'm flipping around and watching the Golf Channel. Next thing you know, it's 1230 I'm like, this is I turn the TV off. I start counting to 100. I'm like, something's got to give. I ultimately did fall asleep for about two hours, I would say. But I don't think that's part of the reason I didn't sleep was my back was killing me. I don't have a problem in my marriage. In my, marriage. my kids right. are great. Everybody's healthy, knock on wood. Are you worried I, about kids' futures in college and uh, will they turn yet. out good? I don't think so. I, I don't. Now, what, it, what, it, what does Stern say if you've actually got a slipped disc or something? I'm not sure. Or a bulging disc? I'm not sure. Huh. Because that would actually be, like, scientific and, and medical. Right. Okay. I did learn recently of a technique to help you fall asleep, and I have done it. Is this going to be one of these marshmallow jokes again? No, I swear. This is real. <laughs> so, you know, you 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 um, it's called the uh, the four, uh, what's it called? The, the four, seven, eight rule. Okay. You take your tongue, the tip of your tongue, and you put it behind your front teeth 
where your where the roof of your mouth begins. Uh-huh. That tip, like this. Right. Al's making the okay. face. Yeah. You inhale for four seconds. Now the whole time that I'm telling you this, the you, your tongue, the tip of your tongue is touching the tip of your the roof of your mouth where it begins behind your teeth. Right. We got that. Yep. Put it there. You breathe in four seconds. You breathe in for four seconds. Right. You yep. hold it for seven. Then you blow out, still with your tongue there, out of your mouth, though, like this, for eight seconds. So it goes like this. And you do it three times in a row, and this will put you to sleep. Mm. You go like this. Ready? (laughs) Right? You do that three times. I thought you were going to do it and fall asleep on me. No, you do it three times. And I have done it on nights I can't fall asleep. Come on. And I do fall asleep, Jerry. Look it up. Uh, Google it, you people here on the podcast. Right. Four it's seven eight. Four seven eight rule. All right. For breathing and falling asleep. Fine. Now, what is the deal with this hernia? I mean, what are so, we doing? Okay. So I do some manscaping every now and then. I trim up downtown. <laughs> I trim up the downtown parks, you know. And uh, <laughs> so the one day when I did it, I know. Then after I showered afterwards, and I noticed that um, there was a bulge coming out of. Uh, that area. Right above where the above and to the left of the penis. Boy, you love talking about and the penis. I was penis. like, what is this? And then I, I I pushed it and it pushed in. So I immediately Googled hernia because I knew those were some hernia characteristics. Sure. Hernia yeah, hernia characteristics. Traits, absolutely. Yeah, then I panicked and went to the doctor on well, Saturday. You didn't panic, you did the right thing. I did the right thing, right. Yes. I went to the doctor on Saturday. Oh, that's great. He said I do have a hernia. But I don't need to fix it yet, but I will be in the future fixing it. He didn't give me any indication, and I didn't ask how long into the future. I asked him if I should lighten up at the gym. He said, keep doing whatever you're doing. But my whole concern about, I don't mind getting a hernia repaired. I'm not afraid of surgery like that. I feel like with all surgeries, you have to get a catheter. Right. Because the, um, what do you call that when they put you to sleep under? Anesthesia. Mm -hmm. Uh, does something to your bladder, and if you're not constantly draining your bladder, something happens. Well, you're all relaxed and right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're putting a tube in your penis. Yeah. Into the bladder. Right. Yeah, that's. There's got to be a better way, and I talked to the doctor about inventing I, a new. I think you've got it. A new catheter where it's like a athletic supporter cup. It cups your your penis, and then. With with the tube attached to it, and then you pee into that instead of having, again, your pee would be coming out instead of a tube going in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I listen. I'm with you. And the doctor told me there's a thing that's similar to a condom that is a catheter. It's a, called a condom catheter, I believe. Right. But he said doctors don't use it. It's not very effective. And when I asked him why do we need catheters, he really he really didn't have an explanation other than to say, well, it's common practice. Right. So it's just, we do what we do. I don't want that. Because they say after you have a catheter, it it hurts to urinate. For a day. Yeah, well, I don't want that for I've had something similar, as you know, and for one day, it's brutal. But then it's gone. You had something similar to a catheter, but not a catheter. I had a camera. A camera. Yeah. Uh An iPhone? No. You had a a camera on a... On a pin, essentially. Uh, basically. That I mean, went it was into long. your penis. It was probably about a, I mean, it had to be eight, nine inches long because it had to go the into camera? the testicular sac oh, yes. to see if I had testicular cancer, wow. which I think we thought I did. Right. And so but you did not. I did not. And I will, I've told you this story before. I'll never forget the look on my face 
that I could see in the mirror that I was looking at when the nurse turned around like she was Rambo and she it looked like a gun she was holding. And I said, what, what are you doing with that? And she yeah. pointed to it because this is the camera and this is how we look. I'm like, look at what? And that's how they explain. And so that's what they do. And you're awake for the whole thing, which is even stranger by itself. They numb the area. They go in. Mm-hmm. They get the look. They can see what's going on. And they know definitively what it is. And for me, it was fine. But after they take it out, fine, and all the numbness goes away, now you're left with, you've got scars in there. Scars in your urethra? Sure. Urine burns. E. So that's what I dealt with for a day, maybe even a day and a half. And that was pretty much the end of that. Now... I have since gone for tests on that every few years just because I'm panicked about What's testicular test? cancer. And I've got, I've found another urologist who does a sonogram. Oh. M- much more detailed. That's why I know I bet I can easier. find a surgeon that will do it without a catheter. I'm sure you probably can. You just gotta, it's like anything. You, the second opinion thing is so important. Yeah. You know, just because he's your doctor, you get it. But something as serious as this... Go see another urologist. If he tells you the same thing, fine. And you want to see a third one, okay. And at some point, you got to give in. But I, I do think you can probably do something without having to do that. I go to a urologist. He's great in Summit, which is not far from where I live. Yeah. And I had I, <laughs> a couple years ago, I had a, a cramp in my penis, like legitimate. I couldn't walk. It hurt. <laughs> I had a cramp, and I could not explain. It. I don't know why I have a cramp in my penis. And he he said, well, we'll have to check you for all STDs, which I had always heard they do by putting a Q-tip inside and swiping. Oh, my God. He said, nowadays, it's all done with a urine test. It was tremendous. Yeah, I just peed in a cup. Came back all clean, Jerry. So there's got to be some new technology where I don't need to get a, um, what are we calling that thing? What now? The the, The catheter? The catheter. There's got to be something. What have we become? Also, I wonder... We're like grumpy old men all of a sudden. The penis, when it's afraid, like it would be in a doctor's office when you are going to get a catheter, hides. Am How I, are they possibly getting that Am I there? Walter Matthau in this group? <laughs> or are you... What's his name? Bob Lemon? What's his name? I don't know what that Who is. Who are you? What, grumpy old men. Oh, grumpy old men. I mean, men. honestly, we sound like we're in our 70s. Yeah. And if anybody out there is actually still listening to this, thank you. And here's what I don't need. People tweeting me... Catheter Dude, horror you brought stories. It up. What do you think is going to happen? I don't need to hear it. What I do don't want to hear it. Go- You're going to get links to urologists, <laughs> links to new scientific studies, links to burning sensations in the penis. This is what you I opened need, up. I don't want any of those links. I mentioned my back. You mentioned a hernia. You took it four steps further. Here's what I want to link to. Here's a doctor. Here's a surgeon who does who doesn't believe in catheters. You admitted today you have penis cramps. Yeah, well, I had. And I had, had, have, whatever. The good news is, Jerry, I've been because I have uh, a hypochondriac when it comes to penis-related things. I've been checked for every disease multiple times, and I'm clean. <laughs> That's at least a good thing. That's yes. a good thing. If That's you don't have your health, you've got nothing. <laughs> right, Jerry. I don't know about your dad, but uh, for Father's Day, my father is literally impossible to buy for. I used to buy him just a tool or something. Because he likes to work around the house, but he has all the tools now. He doesn't golf. He doesn't fish. I was literally out of ideas until I thought about Harry's. For Father's Day, they have a limited edition Father's Day set that comes in a good-looking box 
and a customizable card I could give him. And I can also get engraved his razor and his razor stand. That's awesome. Yes, you could get $5 off of this limited edition Father's Day, Day set with the code POSTGAME. Now, the Father's Day set, your dad will get a razor, three quality blades, Harry's shaving cream, and a brand new razor stand. You get $5 off your first purchase using POSTGAME as your code. You're not going to get him a tie because that sucks. Everyone has a million ties, and ties will remind him of work. This will get sh- be uh, shipped straight to your door, and it's a great way to give a gift without going to the mall and waiting in line. I love it. Don't wait. This Friday, the last day to get free shipping on your Father's Day set in time for the holiday. Go to harrys.com, enter our code POSTGAME at checkout to get $5 off your Father's Day set. That's right. Use our code POSTGAME. Save $5 on a gift that will last a lifetime. That's harrys.com, code POSTGAME at checkout, and give the gift of a better shave. About as good ideas you're going to find. Jerry, are you aware that uh, people in their 20s are referred to as millennials? Yes. Millennials. Yeah. So I'm reading this frightening article about millennials, millennial women in particular, Jerry. They no longer like to wear thongs. They prefer what this article says, the New York Times, granny panties. Really? Yeah. Why? First of all, I'm never sure what word, because underwear, panties, that sort of thing, is one of those words that really skeeves out a woman a woman if okay. depending on listen one girl you're dating or married to she may like the word panties and see nothing wrong with it other girls when a guy says panties like they're listening now and me saying panties over and over again right. is skeeving them out right like, so like never, nails on a chalkboard yeah i never know what to call yeah. underwear sounds weird because mm. that sounds like man underwear even, panties, but even that, i don't even like that for men panties sounds right but it does rub people, women, the wrong way. Well, what are you way. supposed to say? I then? don't know. That's what I don't know. Undergarments? I don't know. Yeah. But it's, it turns what are you out. you your ass? It turns out granny panties are coming back. How about that? Uh, this also says that men are into girls in t shirts and white underwear. Uh, I don't know about that. I will say I love the t shirt look. You do? I do. I absolutely love the. And when I mean that, I mean, um, you know, like the tight t shirt, you know, good looking. Right. I do. I like that almost better than I, I like that almost better than a girl getting dressed up. Right. T-shirt, jeans, awesome. What about for this? Is I think talking about nightwear, a T-shirt and white underwear is a thing that women should wear to bed. I don't know about the white underwear thing. I mean, whatever. I don't it's know pure. the color means. It's anything. like a virginally pure. Jerry. But I think the tight shirt, awesome. I never liked white. I don't like how that was always sort of the um, the go-to color for underwear. Right. The color for underwear. The color. Yeah. Because there's things go on front, back. Why would you have it white? I always buy black. It should black. be black. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I think we've, my guess would be it was probably cheaper back in the day. Because if you buy, let's put it this way. If you went and made your own T-shirts for Al's Boring Turkey Truck, all right, and you're going to sell them along with the food you're going to sell, because I know that's coming at some point. That's part of your living the impossible right. dream, right? If you went to buy T-shirts of Al's Boring Turkey Truck and you got a white T-shirt and then printed a color on it, it's one price. If you start adding colors to the T-shirt or start buying colored T-shirts, the price goes up. So my thought would be that it's cheaper for white and to produce white so that you make – because people are going to run through underwear a lot faster than they're going to run through you know, a regular shirt. Right. It's cheaper. You mass produce it. makes more sense, although there could be some collateral damage with those white underwear. Although I guess in theory, back then you were really bleaching your whites. Uh, I guess. I wouldn't know. I wasn't born back then. Yeah. 
Well, I think people still will probably bleach their whites. You bleach? I don't bleach. I don't bleach. I bleach nothing. But I think that's why, like, even... I don't don't, laundry. Like, like, I don't like when hotels have the sheets and the pillowcases and the towels are always white. Because they're, I think, because they bleach them. But I will always examine the towels. And I find this problem, Jerry, in my gym. My gym has the towels for you to walk around and and to put on the machines. Yeah, sure. And they're always white. And I know they're washing them, and I know they're bleaching them. They still have stains from women's foundation of from their faces. Well, let me say this. It never comes out. I wear makeup every day, and I love it. I have no <laughs> issues with it at all. I never thought I'd ever say that. What about when you come to work? Oh, I, you're at work. All yeah. the time. Got it. Yeah. Home, work, all of it. Foundation. Weekends, yeah. Um, no, all kidding aside, you know, Allie and, and Jackie do the makeup every morning for us. And I think it's great. And there are days, I'm not going to lie, if I don't go home... And take get it off immediately. Sometimes I forget. If I don't go home right after work and I go to get the kids at school, by the time I get home, it's 3, 4 o'clock. I'm not even thinking it's still on. And I will exercise with my buddy Mark at 5.30. And I'll start sweating. And I'll wipe the sweat off my face onto a T-shirt. That shirt is now ruined. Right. Because there's nothing I can do to get that stain off. I do appreciate a woman who wears makeup to the gym. A lot of people mock that. And they think, like, the girl's just looking to look Why do you good appreciate it? because... Well, you like pretty. Yeah. And it's nice. I, I, I don't go to the gym all sloppy. I do myself up. You do? How, how, <laughs> how do you do yourself up? I'd love to know how you do yourself up. You're a bald man who's 45 in shape. What are you doing to do yourself up? You well, like, like you, do, you brush your teeth? Yeah, I brush my teeth. I Listerine. I, mean, I hope they're all doing that. No? I'm just saying I appreciate it. I don't wear my worst shirt. I try to wear a shirt where I look a little muscular. Do you go muscular. to the gym hoping to meet people? No, I've never spoken to, a, uh, other than somebody who works at the gym, I've never in my life spoken to another human at the gym unless they uh, knew me from the radio or TV show. So you've never you've never met like a workout buddy? Never. Ever. Never. When you go there, because let's be honest, our hours are ridiculously yes. awesome, aside from the getting up in the middle of the night before, because yeah. I've given up on the idea that we get up early. We don't get up early. We get up the night before. So let's call that what it is. That having been said, when you go to the gym, everybody's at work. So do you have the place to yourself? Or I don't. Are... I don't know what people are doing. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm sure they say the same thing about you as well. It's not jammed. Like, I, I couldn't imagine what goes on at these gyms right at, at 6, 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock at night. It's got to be chaos. Or Saturday morning at 9 I do see it then because the Saturday mornings I will oh, go around go? nine. Okay. And yeah, I'm like, well, what are all these people doing here? Right. This is my gym. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> I always try to imagine what are, what are you doing for a living if you're there at one in the afternoon? Oh, easy. I mean, I guess, well. Nightlife jobs. I guess. You know, restaurant managers, yeah. waiters, waitresses, cooks, that sort of thing. Sure. Nurses. Makes sense. That's why restaurants close though during the day in a yeah. lot of cases because people aren't around. I don't know. Right. Crazy. Are we done? Yep. Well, this has been Monday. This has been good. <laughs> oh, I we got I this uh, tomorrow button. too. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So We're all Thursday Fridays. will be a big post game from the event Wednesday night. Oh, right. Yes. Huh. We're gonna be tired. Might be a little sleep. A little bit. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. It's the Boomer and Carton post game show wow! with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.